Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Tracking Shot Podcast. My name is Chris Spencer. And I'm Taylor Dodson. And today we're here to talk about the film 2008. Oh, Pixie's going to talk too! Pixie's going to talk too! What do you want to say, Pixie? You didn't watch the movie. You don't know shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, We're here today to talk about the 2008 movie Gamora. Uh, Tells several stories involving the... um, Italian gang Camorra, and in fact, the movie ends with uh, some facts about the the terror of the Camorra and each of these sort of vignettes that are that are interlaced throughout the movie follow different aspects of the gang and different uh, all, all of the different industries that their tendrils are a part of. Um, I really like this movie. I like this movie a lot. I've seen it uh, two or three times, I think. They, they're adapting it. They either have adapted it or are continuing to adapt it into a television series. Yeah, I saw uh, that on the wiki. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. I'd be curious to see what that looks like. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's plenty of fodder for episodes because you could even make it a sort of a um, anthology format of each episode being one of these stories. But mm-hmm. I think that the film works really well because it shows all these worlds it doesn't directly show them intersecting but it shows how they intersect how they might intersect um so yeah there's several stories there's there's the story of uh sweet pea and 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 chi chicho chiro chiro uh sweet pea and chiro who are sweet pea is the one on the the poster for the movie Mm -hmm. and his tidy whities with the gun in his hand yeah um and I, I want to talk about this one for just a minute because I think it's the most reflexive of all of them. It's the most... The, the whole movie is about the gang, but this one actually involves discussing depictions of organized crime in film because these two wannabe gangsters are so influenced by characters like Tony Montana from uh, Scarface, specifically the, the remake of Scarface by Brian De Palma. Um, and and they, they, they constantly quote him and talk about killing Colombians and, and, and cocaine and all that kind of stuff. And it's a really interesting way of not only talking about how a gang being in the proximity of an actual gang will impact your life, but also media depictions of the gang and and glorification of that violence specifically might push some people into wanting to pursue that sort of life. I'm not a huge subscriber to that theory of like of of media depictions of things make people want to go do those things, desensitizes people to those things. Like like there's been a ages old argument that video games, violent video games, have pushed children to be more violent and have influence people like the Columbine shooters and things like that. Right. I'm not, I'm not, it, unless the media is directly telling you, hey, you should go out and kill people. Like, right. like, like you will be re- rewarded in heaven, which that's a whole other story. There's some rad- radical religious incentives to do that. But it's not the media's responsibility to, disclaim that or to so whatever that's a whole other story but um no and then there's several other stories about um 
very young people, 13-year-olds being indoctrinated into the gang and dealing with snitching, <laughs> basically. Uh, snitching the people that have helped you get to where you are today. Um, dressmakers. Um, it, the Italian equivalent of EPA violations. Uh, all that kind of stuff. The movie plays with a lot of those different things. Um, what 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 do you have to say about this movie? Because I've been talking for like three minutes straight. No, it's fine. Um, I, as always, just am here to talk about the soundtrack. You're not just here to talk about the soundtrack. You're That's... here to talk about the soundtrack. Oh, woo! <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was like the most Phoebe woo I've ever heard. <laughs> um, there are 14 tracks in this film. Um, all but three of them are titled in a different language, so I don't know. I'm not even going to try to pronounce any of them. I would um, love to hear it, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first track is Herculaneum. Herculaneum, all right. Um, and are you looking at an actual album, or are you looking at like a list of the songs in the movie? I'm on the IMDb soundtrack list. Okay. So. Yeah, all I remember, like, either. the very first scene in that movie... It's actually, I don't think, part of one of the vignettes, but it's people in a tanning room, or people in tanning beds, mm -hmm. uh, and somebody comes in and blasts all of them. But there's this Italian pop song playing, and it's, it's one of those moments of like the, the discrepancy between what's happening on the screen and the music is just like, you can't help but just laugh at the ridiculousness of it all. Is it the music playing in the tanning salon? I think it is diegetically playing in okay. the tanning salon. So that makes sense, I suppose. Yeah. But those are always kind of like, oh, this shouldn't be. Right. It kind of makes you feel icky. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. I think I might have talked about it on this podcast before. It's like the scene from American Psycho where I think it cuts from him. So when he's listening to Huey Lewis? No, that's a very good scene. I love that scene. But my scene. my the thought that I was the the scene that I was picturing was um he puts his headphones on when he's walking into his office and is playing Walking on Sunshine. Yeah. Uh that is just very good. Very good. But also yes, the Huey Lewis in the news. Also a movie it may be about depictions of violence in the media and so on and so forth. But anyways, um there's one song title that I think was um like they might have chosen this song specifically for its title. It's um, La Nostra Storia. La Nostra Storia. Because like La Cosa Nostra, La Nostra Storia. So like I feel like there's a there's a, com, com, Con a connection. A connection. There yes. you go. We made it. I was putting my fingers together. <laughs> Everyone that's not in this room. Uh, what do you think? It's about the, it's about the that specifically? Song. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, none of these none of these things are picked randomly, right? Right. Like, like none of these things. And then I believe this is a, a well, I'm not sure. Um, let me see if I can find it um, on IMDb. Uh, some of this music is licensed for sure, like like it was was written already. Yeah. And some of it I'm not sure about. Um, well, there were um, two of the songs listed are the radio mix or the radio edit right. so i think those are the ones that were from before but i'm not sure about the rest um i couldn't find a whole lot of information on the soundtrack 
um, the wiki for Gamora wasn't like they just listed the tracks. Um, they didn't really do anything else with it. Yeah, it looks like some of this was written by like. There's I don't see any. Oh. Songs on here that are written by the same people. So right. it looks like this was all sourced. Well, that's not true. Uh, yeah, I can't pronounce that at all. Nino Nino D'Angelo did at least two of the songs. Um, but yes, it looks like it was all pulled from different sources. The order of songs is different on Wikipedia than it is on IMDb. I wonder, is that a Wikipedia article about the soundtrack, or is that in the movie? Just about the movie. Interesting. Um, um, but I like that another song that I liked, just the title of, was Sadness Part 1. <laughs> but there's no Sadness Part 2. Sadness Part 1 has been my life up to now. <laughs> sadness Part 2 begins now. <laughs> Uh, begins after graduation. God bless. God bless. Um, um, no, yeah, this... I, I think the, the, the sort of disparate sources of the music speaks to one of the qualities about this movie that I really enjoy, and that is it looks like something I could make. Mm -hmm. It looks like something that, like, obviously I would need a lot of great acting talent and, and a lot of great locations because there's some shots in this movie that are just incredible mm -hmm. um particularly in the the apartment structure with the young 13 year old toto and, and his whole deal mm -hmm. there's some environments that i'm just like i would kill to be able to shoot some stuff there yeah. um but but it it, it it all feels it's all very realistic um There's nothing in there that's really like larger than life. There's no effects. I mean, there there are effects for sure, but there aren't any like major s special effects and that kind of stuff. No CGI. Right. Um, definitely inspiring for me to watch. It's one of those things where I'm like, that's a story. Uh, that's a story I don't know for sure because I'm not Italian. I don't know anything about. I mean, other than what I've learned through watching these movies and what I've read and that kind of stuff. But that's a story that is executed upon in a way that I could take a story that I know something about and execute upon it in a similar way and be very effective. Um, right. And I, I think that's like by keeping all of these things on such a small scale about being about – it's not one person becoming a part of the, the mob and then working his way up and controlling the entire mob. Right. It, it's nothing like that. There's nothing on this – spectacular grand scale it is individual people dealing with individual other individuals as a part of this organized crime structure right um and that's and that's awesome i, I think it's a beautifully told story it's it's a tragic most of the stories are tragic uh, if not all of them are, are just um sort of really sad yeah. sadness part one um yeah I, I i like this movie a whole lot bless you Round two? Bless yeah. you. Bless you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's... 
already talked about the Scarface connections. That's one of my favorite things in this movie. Do you uh, have any favorite music moments from the movie? Yeah, I mean, definitely that first scene. Like, first like scene. definitely that first scene is just so. It sets up that movie so well. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of chaos. Yes, yes. There's like, like it's all handheld. I think every single shot in that thing, except for the last one, might be handheld. And um, there's not like. It's horribly violent. Like, like, like there's a storm of violence that just happens kind of out of nowhere, except mm-hmm. you you know it's coming because you know what movie you're seeing. Right. Um, but, uh, and the music just sort of, the music is this, is, is sort of this, uh, un, or it's, it's a conscientious objector. Mm-hmm. It's just sitting there watching and, and hearing everything happen and can't right. do anything about it. And none of the actions happening in the frame can affect the music either right and it's it's I'm, I'm a sucker for like the music continuing to play after all of the violence has subsided oh yeah and it's just like there's just like blood dripping and, and stuff like that yeah. and you just hear walking on sunshine what not, obviously not that song in this movie but yeah. uh i love when stuff like that or like everything like the dust settles and the pop music still playing yes. and it like pans out like stuff like that is great and and there's there's something to be said about like pixie th- do you have something to say do you have something to say why don't you talk into the microphone cat oh now she's shy um <laughs> no there there's something to be said about what that means for the impact of those actions upon the greater world right wow Ooh. okay aviation did you see those three helicopters like fly over campus? No. There were just three, three like black helicopters in like a very tight formation. I'm like, oh lord, <laughs> <laughs> they're coming to get me. Um, uh, for m- more reference, we do have the windows open because it's springtime. So if you hear birds and or planes, that's why. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a podcast. Ooh. Wow. Uh, no, there, there's something to be said about the the like that music representing how just insignificant all of the the happenings in something like that are yeah. like like to to the the overall world and to the overall mob the overall like organization of the Kimura. there's something to be said about like it's just another day it's just another thing that happens like this this consistent uh, chain of violent reactions to things involving money and 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 whatever it's it's yeah it's just another just another day in the life yeah and i think that's a really important part of the use of that music in such a way yeah for sure yeah i like this movie a lot i I, it's uh it's hard to I guess I guess one important thing I, I kind of brought this up earlier, but one important thing about the soundtrack being disparate from all these disparate sources is that all of these stories are disparate stories. Right. There's no, as far as I remember, there's no moment where the film feels like it needs to directly connect two of the stories. Yeah. You don't see one person walking through something else that's happening because it doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. And I also I'm a big sucker for that. It's just like we don't. 
we don't need so many specific connections between things in our movies. Like people will understand. Yeah. People will know why we're why these two things are happening simultaneously, but they're disconnected they're completely. Same universe. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. a there's a, a great French movie called I Can't Sleep, by Claire Denis. Uh, and and my only complaint about that movie is that there's a there's a moment where, two of the characters meet, mm-hmm. and it's like, why? Yeah. And then I guess it does kind of come into. By the end of the movie, it comes back into context of why they met and all that kind of stuff. But still, um, no, the, the 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 sort of random seeming nature of the music is correlates to the random seeming feeling of all these stories being connected. They're all they're all connected by one thing, and that is the Kimura, and the music is all connected by. It's all in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I don't yeah. know. It's a. Yeah, and I wish I could find more information to see if it was, like, the year that it was made is all the same or anything like that. There's just no information about the soundtrack, so. Unfortunately, I have nothing to say. (laughs) (laughs) It's a wild movie. Uh, I definitely recommend watching it. Uh, Watching it several times. I want to check out the TV series here soon. Um, I think they did two seasons of it. I'm going to... It seems like the kind of movie that you watch it. Wow, sorry, a big yawn. Um, you watch it more than once, and you and you find things that you didn't catch. Right. Those are the best kinds of movies. Yeah, it looks like the, the series is still ongoing. 2014 to now, there's 48 episodes of it. Um, I wonder how good it is. Me too. IMDb ratings are nothing to go off of, but people seem to like it. <laughs> um... Is it on Amazon Prime? No, it doesn't look like it. Well. Yep. I think that's going to take it out for this. Uh, Definitely watch this movie if you get a chance. Gamora, 2008. Directed by... I did not catch the director's name. I should know that. It's directed by... Oh, it's based on a book. Yes. Uh, Matteo Garoni. Matteo Garone. It's based on a book by Roberto Saviano. Screenplay has five credits to it. Wow. Um, Including Roberto Saviano. Uh, Yeah. Definitely watch this movie if you get a chance. Cool. Well, we will talk to you all soon. Uh, Next, The next film we're talking about is The Seduction of Mimi, which is just a bizarre... Bizarre movie. Wild ride. I'm excited to talk about that. Um, But anyways, yeah, we're signing off here, and we will see you all later.